Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Born October 22nd in San Pedro Sula, Honduras and raised in East L.A. He is a stand-up comedian who has starred in his own Comedy Central show and award-winning comedy specials. You can keep up with his podcast and tour dates through his website, carlosmencia.com. And January 26th or 28th, you can see him live on stage at the Comedy Club of Kansas City. Please welcome, longtime friend of the show, Carlos Mencia. Carlos, what have you been doing? Where have you been? Uh, dude, how, how, uh, it's been an uh, interesting year. I just literally finished up uh, probably today or tomorrow editing the... I did two specials last year that are going to air, and one of them is, is going to come out within the next week, week and a half. So I'll let Excellent. everybody know. But yeah, Good. so there you go, man. Well, yeah, dude, so, you're you're, uh, you're that, one of those that guys one, that just hammers away. Like, when the, you just you work like you know it's it's just we've talked about it a million times the way your your dad did the way your family does you just you get up and you go to work and you do what you do which is comedy. You know what, dude? I, I I'm I'm like one of those I'm like one of those old veteran dudes that's been on the team forever that people remember like oh my god that dude still playing like wow oh he's still there like <laughs> yeah, right? you know what I mean I'm that guy like he's got his. Three hundred and thirty thousand sack, and you're like, wait, he has that many sacks? You believe for that long? What? That's it? Oh my god! No, that's that's me. Dude. I love what I do, bro. And right now, there's no better. There's really no better time to to be a comedian. It's the worst time and the best time. The worst because everybody's sensitive, bro. I mean, dude, oh. you cannot do a you cannot do a joke right now that doesn't trigger somebody. And you know. The word trigger, right? The word trigger makes it seem like we're the problem, right? You triggered me. You triggered this in me. It's like, no, 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 no. You're just being such a wuss now that everything triggers. And so that we can't can't talk about anything, bro. I could talk about anything. It doesn't matter. Somebody's going to call in and go, I had a monkey and it lived in the house and it and he, and he did a joke about flying monkeys and it, 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 dude, it, you don't get it, it bro it has been ridiculous and so now it's just time to call, call it like you see it man you know what I mean Listen. stop defending people that you you know what I mean? stop defending people that are indefensible stop it you yeah know, just stop it even though well, the problem is everybody wants to be uh, listen, they only want to feel good. They don't want to feel anything embarrassment. They don't want self-realization. They don't want to take their own ball bust, even though they'll laugh at somebody else's expense. But they won't laugh at their own anymore. And so 
You go, hey, hey, you listen, you, you, it's, if you're worried about being such a pussy, maybe blame your mom or dad about making you a pussy. You, you, it's just, it's, I'm over it. it, it, it bro, it's just, it's just, uh, like, it, it, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's mostly, it's still blaming other people for yourself. That's sure. all it is. You know, it's, it's, it's still the same thing of, you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's uh, it's 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 like my joke right? where you, where you, I go to a McDonald's and the lady's accent is so thick that it literally sounds like he's saying creepy chicken, right? Like, <laughs> and this is a real story. And so, you know, me and my friends are in the car dying, right? Like the truth. If you ever hear the joke, it's, it's really nothing like the story, the, the true story. You know, in comedy, you you have sure. a story that kind of starts this way, but in real life, dude. <laughs> when we went through the drive-thru and she said, well, you're like the creepy chicken. We just couldn't stop laughing. And my friends are like, dude, you're right. It's in your head right now, right? I go, guys, just let this play out. Let me see how it's going. And my point is, is that there's always somebody that's going to get mad and go, you know, you could go online and find those people, right? At, at a Mexican restaurant. At a Mexican restaurant. Mad because the people working there have accents. <laughs> at a Mexican of restaurant. Of course. Um, yeah, this this is this is where we go with that, right? Like, and and here's the thing you don't get. Here's the thing that I that I that I tell people: don't even think about that. There's a lady that works at a drive-thru McDonald's and she sells creepy chicken and fellatio <laughs> fish. That's not a joke. That's how she says it. It's if you that's, ever, but, ever are at this if you ever are at this drive-thru, here's what you have to remember: don't get mad at her. The minute you're, you want to yell out and say something like, learn the language, just process this. That person working there at that moment in time was literally the best applicant for that position. That's right. So instead of getting mad <laughs> at the lady that says creepy chicken and falecho fish and fuera verga, instead of getting mad at that lady, Get mad at everybody that applied for that job and was literally not as good as the creepy chicken lady. Like, that's who we need to get mad at, and nobody wants to get mad at, right? Nobody wants to take that step and go, dude, wait a minute. An illegal immigrant took your job. What did you say in your interview that made them hire the person that can't speak English? Literally. Yeah. Question your own skills, turd. Yeah, of course. But, but nobody wants to, bro. Right. I have been to, I have been, again, I've been performing pretty much since they put us in quarantine in, uh, let me see, 22, uh, 2020, March, April, May. But since Mayish, Mayish, I've been performing pretty much all, all the time and since COVID. And every single city I've gone to, I go to a restaurant at some point. And there's literally a sign that says, pardon our customer service. It is not up right. to par. Right. We have not recovered. You've seen that. Yeah, of course. And I'm sitting there reading this going, you're telling me my experience is going to suck before I even <laughs> open the door? You know, I feel like they have to do it because so many people are such dicks in life. And they're like, dear God, bring me my goddamn queso faster. And you just, you just... But, but that's everybody. Dude, go, go and yell. That, that's why I literally have, like with my nephews, right? They love going to movies with me because I love going to movies. But I do not go to movies with them anymore un unless they have, they literally have to promise me that we're not going to, we're not going to talk about the movie and how it's rated at the end of the movie. 
right? Because think about this. I don't rate my life, right? I look back and go, man, this experience was good. This experience was bad. Like, here's an example. There are certain shows that you and I have done that I remember over other shows. But I don't say that I had one really great show that was a five-star show. And then the rest were like four twos and four fives. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't, exactly. I, exactly. Because, because think about it. Because what they're doing is when you do that, everything starts off being perfect and nothing ends up being perfect because you start taking off. So all your experiences are, you know, instead of like, and then I love that movie. It's like, well, this one wasn't as good as that one. And that one wasn't as good. As, I'm not going to sit here and rate Star Wars. I had a great, I paid 20 bucks and for two and a half hours was taken to some awesome world right. that led me to some other thing and some baby Yoda and a dude that spoke backwards and, you know, a, a, a brown guy named Chewie who I thought might be Mexican. Turns out <laughs> wasn't. Whatever. <laughs> Dude, you're speaking about but, getting but triggered. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. But, but yeah, you're, you're saying something about being triggered. Look, you and I, you've, you've known me for a long time. I have literally, since 1988, been doing jokes like this. How can a movie called Green Card have no Mexicans? Right? I've done this for a long time. And, bro, to date, right now, at this moment in time, I can still, 2023, I can still do a joke talking about where the hell is the Latino superhero, right? Asians got Legend of Chung-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Women have Wonder Woman. Uh, white people have everybody else. Black <laughs> people got Black Panther. Like, where's the brown coyote, bro? Where is the brown coyote? Where? And I don't even need, he doesn't even need powers, bro. How about a Latino superhero that just grants citizenship? Like, we could start slow, bro. We could start slow. He's just these <laughs> sad Latinos. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah, just, yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah. And they're like, hi, they're going to deport me. And he goes, no, look in your pocket. And they're like, oh, it's a birth certificate. You know what I mean? <laughs> Well, I, I want to go back in time because I got a full circle for you talking about shows that we've done together and, and, and triggered and stuff that's acceptable not. You remember the show that we were having a contest throwing lunch meat at a naked 18-year-old girl. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, so. I, rem- I remember she actually came to the show and we took care of her. She was uh, beautiful. She didn't pay for the tickets. She didn't pay. Yeah, she was. it, it was free. She brought her girlfriend. Uh, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah so, it was great. So, she had a great so, so she did have a great deal. And, and let me follow through. So for those guys listening, we, we were having a contest. Who could stick more lunch meat to a naked lady? And we would have to stand a certain back. You had 30 seconds. And and uh, budding ham doesn't fly as well, but bologna can be a little heavy. Right. So uh, she was standing. She was just this super beautiful young girl, completely naked. It's like she's got one that looks like, like, a, like a meat pirate it's over her left eye. <laughs> And, and even we're like, oh, man, what have we done today? Years go by. Greg, his buddy, married her. Yeah. Yeah. And here I go, really? And I kind of got that feeling in my gut, Carlos. And I'm like, how is she? And, he, and apparently it was a great day. She still loves the memory, right? Oh, yeah. She didn't talk to her mom for like two years after that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but she had a great time and ended up with Sammy Hagar tickets, if yeah, I remember yeah, correctly. And she came to the Carlos show. Yeah. But, she, but she remembers it for what it was, a funny, silly, absurd moment. Absolutely. That had nothing, there was nothing more than yeah. that. Yeah. And, 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 I mean, you were telling me that you had talked to her about it. Yeah, she thought it was hilarious. Oh, yeah, she had a great time. She has no regrets about it whatsoever. No. And 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 it, it, we didn't throw it hard. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. 
but but that, yeah, see, but here's the problem. Like, let's say today. Here, here's the problem, and, and so people understand how comedy works. This is how comedy used to work. Hey, what if we get a naked chick and throw lunch meat at her and see if lunch meat sticks, and then we'll see which lunch meats are stickier, and that'll be really funny. And yeah. you know, we yeah. could say she's naked. She doesn't even have to be. She could be wearing panties. Yeah. Be naked. Whatever. It's the theater of the mind. Let's go there. Right. That's it. And then we do the bit. Today, here's what would have happened. You would say, let's do this. And I'd be like, I don't know. We don't want to trigger women. And then you, I'd say, I would say, oh, what if we do a dude, you know, to balance it out and say, hey, by the way. But then the gay community is going to be like, well, is it a regular dude or is it a gay thing? Are you making fun of gay people or not? What it is it? Okay, well, maybe not. Maybe we dress somebody up to be. Well, oh, now you're messing with trans. Okay, like. Oh, dude, now the vegans can't. are on the phone. The vegans are very upset about throwing meat around. Oh, no! Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we didn't even get that. Like, we, oh, my God, you're right. We didn't even get the people that were like, you're wasting the food. Yeah. We didn't even get, like, my. <laughs> yeah, that, no, but you know what? That was my mom's voice in my head that I was fighting the whole time. Like, are you letting that? I mean, it's okay if you throw it at their face, but after make a sandwich, you have to make a sandwich. It's a scene. It's a scene, Carlos. Yes, I know. My mom, same way. You, uh... It's a dude. It is, it's too... Every, every, you know what it is, bro? When you don't have a lot of kids, they grow up believing that they're the center of the universe. That's right. And that is why it's like if you go on Yelp, the majority of people that don't like restaurants, it has nothing to do with the food. It's always the service. Yeah, of course, how they it's feel, the, their feelings. I, yes, it's their feelings. It's like I was there for five minutes before they came up to me. Oh, five whole minutes. I'm sorry, King <laughs> Richard. My, no. my apologies, Arthur. May I have your sword to keep it from everyone else? Yeah. Like, uh, my mom, and I'm not kidding you, but my mom just passed, Carlos, and... It just, I, I just, I think how thankful I am to know her. And she, my condolences, brother. Oh, sure. Didn't thank you. And but, but, she would tell me stuff, and this is so true. John, she was English. Any girl when I'm 16, any girl that will sleep with you will will sleep with you right away. Will sleep with anyone because you're not special. <laughs> <laughs> and she was completely right. But I remember thinking, man. That really hurts my feelings. Turns out, yeah, it's 100% true. My parents never spent time telling us we were special. Like, it was just, it was, they were just very honest about stuff. Like, you know, I bought my parents a house, for God's sake, and my mom's busting my ass about being a high school dropout. I go, what were you going to do? You didn't have any money to send me to college. She didn't even miss a beat, Carlos. She said, we knew from a young, from a young age you were not college material. But <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the beauty of it. Like that that's see this is a huge huge problem in reality. Because you know what what you you found your 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 place yeah in life because you had parents that told you not just hey you can do this but dude don't even try this other thing. <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah. Yeah. You know today dude and and if anybody doesn't understand what we're talking about on Saturday in the morning uh, if it's not when, whenever the time comes again, go find eight to ten year olds playing baseball, like organized baseball, and you will inevitably within those two teams, bro, find at least two to three people, kids that do not want to be on the team. You can tell by their posture they don't want to be there. Right. You can tell by the way they hit they don't want to be there. They suck at it. But here's the problem: the parents only have one boy, 
And the dad, you know, almost made it in baseball at the University of Tulsa or some <laughs> crappy little school. And, yeah, and yeah. so now this poor, awkward kid, you know what I mean? And, and yeah. the dad's like, keep your elbows up. And you could tell. And, and the minute they strike out, they start crying. <laughs> Plus, <clears throat> not like when you and I played sports where our parents weren't there. So it was all about us, the kids. That's right. We make fun of each other. But they weren't recording this incident so that you can laugh at the fact that you struck out, you know, when you were eight until the day you die with all their <laughs> friends and everybody right, showing right. up. You know what I mean? It was just us. It was like yeah. you came home and you're like, mom was like, what happened? We lost, mom. Okay, we lost. Well, don't come here with that goddamn attitude. Okay, mom, I'm sorry. But you know what it is. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Your dad would go, I'll give you something to cry about. It's a goddamn ball game. Stop being a pussy. Adulthood's coming. Yeah, I mean, that's but that's just, another thing, and, and yes, parents actually did the job of parenting and saying things like that, like, "Oh, when I was a kid, <laughs> we used to walk to blah 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 and go to." And you know what? I hated it. I hated just like uh, so many people right now listening to the sure. radio. They hated it. Hated our parents. Yeah, Dad, we get it, Dad. We get how bad it was for you, Mom. I know, Mom. We get it, Dad. But at least it gave us some perspective. Right. Today, there's none, bro. Kids don't know how to overcome anything. We baby-proof houses. We literally get rid of any obstacle. My friend came into my house when my son was three years old running around, and he goes, have you baby-proofed your house yet? And I said, what is that? And he tells me, well, this table right here, it's made out of metal, so you got to get rid of it, this lamp and this coffee table. And I looked at him, and I go, but how am I going to know if my son is an idiot? <laughs> that's right that's right that's what this obstacle course is all about see you leave your house the way it is and if your son or daughter sticks their finger in the socket more than once they're idiots you just chalk it down to their idiots yeah. and you have another kid that's how you do it <laughs> that's right that's right you try again you just try again well, you see, if you do, if you look, every kid tries to stick something in, you know, you know, it's like it's. Uh, I remember doing it. Hairpin for me. Dude, dude, my my my. Oh, this is a great story. So my friend shows up because he sees my son running around. A couple of days ago, my really good friend shows up with these little plugs. They're these plastic things that you put in outlets to cover them so that kids can't, you know, put stuff in there. And he shows up with them and he goes, hey, I'm going to cover your outlets because, you know, your kid was running around, you know, poking at stuff the other day. And I was like, you can't cover my outlets. And he looked at me like, but your son, like, might get electrocuted. And I looked at him and I said, bro, my father literally watched me put a knife in an outlet. And for anybody listening, when I say I, he watched me, I don't mean he said, mijo, no. I mean, the closer I got, the happier he got. That's <laughs> okay. So he sees me with a knife, bro. And I hear him going, oh, wow. Oh, look, and look, and look, and look. And then I take a few steps more. He starts yanking on my mom's dress going, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. <laughs> and when I, when I put the knife in there and the sparks flew, I could literally hear my dad yelling out like it was fireworks in the house. I, I don't know what lesson he thought I was learning in life, but for him, it was like, look at the sparks and my son is learning, you know? And, and, <laughs> but, that, but that's the difference, yeah. right? That's the difference because here's the thing. Um, when you got one or two kids, 
and one of your kids comes home uh, with a broken arm or an arm that might be broken or something like that, you freak out, right? It's like, what happened? What's going on? I don't, I, I don't care what happened. Just tell me because I, I know, you know, I mean, everything is like, let's take care of you. Let's take you to the doctor. You know what I mean? Like, remember, today, it's literally the opposite of when we were kids. When we were kids, we we're like, oh, we don't want to go to the doctor. No, you we hit went it. to the doctor already. I'm fine, mom. I'm oh, fine. My dad you know? would look at me like, because he knew there was a deductible coming. So he'd literally be right. like, you better be sick. Like, you better be here. Like, I may have fractured bones and lived with them because I wasn't about to go through the dad zone to get to the hospital because it was going to cost money. So if you weren't, I mean, seriously injured, you would cover it up and go to bed and wait for the thing to heal and just get a weird bump on your elbow. Yeah, because you didn't want your parents to look at you bad. You you felt bad that you were bringing, you know, you were. Yeah. You had a, we had a certain amount of money for, for a bit of time. We were on welfare. Yeah. It's like you can't mess around on welfare, man. They know they don't up it when bad things happen. You just yeah. you just gotta go with the flow. But the but the but the difference is this: we didn't want to go to the doctor. We were the ones going. We're fine today. It's the kids that want to go to the doctor. It's the kids that want to, like, you know, all the time for any reason, no matter what happens. And it's like you were talking about, you know, with, with parenting. The difference today is parents want their kids to love them. They care about that, right? Sure. They care about their kids loving them. And when kids 15-ish, you know, get to that moment where they look at their dad or mom and go, I hate you. Bro, I have gotten that phone call. Literally in my lifetime from my friends, 17 times, 17 of my friends have called me up when their kids are 14 to 16 and they had a fight and got mad and said, I hate you. And they call me up crying and they're like, my daughter hates me and I don't know what to do. And you know what I'm saying? I feel like, uh, remember the original Godfather, bro? The scene where he started crying. I, I've literally done that to my friends. When they come over the house and I'm like, come on, what are you crying about? Is this what they teach you? <laughs> like, baby, 13 And I feel good. Oh, dude, listen, if I'd have told my mom I hated her, my dad would have murdered me. It's just, you just couldn't even oh, say dude. it. It wouldn't even come out of your mouth. One time my mom was hitting me and I've stupidly just raised my hand to block a shot, like a face shot. And my dad saw my hand come up, and he all I, all I remember is him going, did you raise? And I'm like, no. My mom's like, Bill, don't do it. Like, like it was almost a murder in the living room. Bro, I literally remember. And for some reason, I, don't, I think it only happened once. But I remember my mom, uh, she would do this, my, my mother, because my mom's Mexican, so she would do this thing where she would tell us to get on our knees first, which in Spanish is incate. So she would say, Incate, which means get on your knees, which means you're about to get hit. Then she would pull out the belt or whatever she's going to hit you with, tell you why she's going to hit you, and then she hits you. Well, I did not know the rules, like you said, and I picked up my left arm. I didn't mean mm. to. Just, you know, the belt was coming, sure. bro, and I picked it up. And when she saw my arm go up, she took a step back like Muhammad Ali and started hopping up and down. And I looked in her eyes, bro, and she was literally happy, like, oh, you want to challenge me? And I was like, I got, 
no, 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 no. And this dude will react, and it's like a flinch, mom. It's like a flinch. And, and I'm looking at my mom like, mom, I swear to God, you know, they did a study where they put people in front of glass knowing that the ball couldn't hit them, but they threw balls at their faces, and people blinked anyway because it's, it's a normal reaction, you know. And I'm, tr- I'm trying to scientifically get out of it, and my mom is hopping up and down going, Oh, you want to play? You want to play? I'm like, I don't want to play. This is not funny. <laughs> you want a shot at the title, son? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Here's what I learned, bro. Here's what I learned, and this is recent, uh, that my mother was, because one of these specials that I did has a lot of my mother's stories in it, and so my mom saw it, and she was talking about it the other day, and here's the difference. My older sisters, they all kind of feel guilty that they spank their kids. They all kind of have have moments where we've talked about it, where they're like, yeah, man, I wish I'd have done that. My mom did it to me. I, I didn't feel like that, blah, 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 blah. Dude, my mom the other day had two glasses of wine and a shot of tequila, and she just sat around telling these stories about how she beat me. And, yeah. It was like the greatest moment, dude. She had, but she was like nice at the round table. Like, sit down, everybody. Let me tell you the story about when I tricked Carlos to go to Mexico so I can kick his ass in Mexico. And then everything shut down. That's a special in itself. Oh. But no, but my, yeah, but my point is, she's proud of the fact that she disciplined me. She should. You did okay. You know, you seem to be all right. Yeah, and you know what's funny? When I, when they, she told one story, I got a really big scar on my back from when my mom hit me one time. And, uh, you know, most, sometimes I show it to people, but you know, the family was like, did that really happen? And I was like, yeah. And I took off my shirt and everybody was looking at the scar and I looked over to my mom and, uh, she just had this huge smile on her face. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. I'm like, what, what are you smiling about mom? And and she was like, I feel like an artist right now, mijo. Like everybody's looking at my work. I'm, like, I'm not. I'm not your art piece, you psycho. What is wrong with you? I'm showing scars. Yeah. Like and then, but but I'm laughing, right? I'm laughing, telling my mom that it's not funny. She's laughing, telling everybody it's hysterical. And I realize, like, my mom doesn't care. She doesn't care what you think. She doesn't care what I think. She did the best that she could. You know, my mom will tell you straight up. Oh, yeah, sometimes I went too far. Okay. And now what? That's right. And she's not worried about being canceled because she's your mom and you can't cancel her. (laughs) Like, she's like, it's the way it was. And it's what I did. And I loved you. And I, and that's it. And that's it. Yeah, but they also didn't. They also didn't cater to us, right? They also didn't, you know. <laughs> dude, I don't know. Let me see. So my father is going to be ninety. He gave me one apology. My mom's never apologized for anything. My dad apologized to me recently for one thing, and and here's what it is. I'll give it to you, bro. Mijo, I'm getting old, and you know when you get old, you know what happens, mijo. You die. And before I die, I just want you to know that I'm very, very sorry. I go, really, Dad? About what? You were great. No, no. You remember that one time when you were 13 years old, you came home at 12. You were supposed to be home at 1030. 
and you came home at 12, and I hit you because you were late, but I didn't ask you where you were. And then after I hit you, I found out that you were with a girl. And I'm so sorry I hit you. I was so scared you were going to be gay after that. You know, I'm so sorry. Oh, that's great. That's great. He wasn't sorry he hit me. He was sorry that he associated mm-hmm. me getting hit with me being a girl because he literally thought... I might be gay, bro. <laughs> I might, <laughs> I might turn out gay. <laughs> like, yeah. I, this is why I love my dad. I love that this Bush, you know, coming from the middle of nowhere, Central America, literally has a moment where he psychologically wants to make sure that I don't, that I don't intellectually bond one experience with another, so that it triggers my gayness. <laughs> It's so good. It's so good. But man. they didn't care. They yeah. didn't care. No. They no. did their best. They walked away from it and they're okay. And you know, today it's too important because, you know, like my my parents had all the kids, so you know, they messed up one, they did a little better with the next one. Yeah. No. Messed that one up too. Did, did a little better with the next one. You know, they messed us all up a little bit. We messed them up a little bit. It, she, it's, it's it's okay. It's life. What are you going to be here? Like two weeks you're going to be here. January 26th through the 28th. So you got we got uh, 26th, 27th, and the 28th? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, man. And um, like I said, I, I uh, by, by that time, the special probably uh, might even be out already by that time. So... I can't wait. I can't. Uh, yeah. Listen, and again, if you if you if you feel like, oh, I'd love to get up early and go hang out with a jackhole, you're super welcome to come in and hang as much as you like. And if not, man, we'll we'll you find can, it. We'll can find we it. can we can we find a naked girl again to throw us for that? <laughs> you know, I believe we can. <laughs> Maybe we should do that again. Maybe, Maybe you know what? We will throw we will throw soy based meat products though. We will be very careful and make sure we throw like those impossible burgers. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, let's get the vegans involved as well, bro. What's wrong with that? Yes, yes. It's, uh, I'll find some aged tofu, bro. I, I live by Koreatown, so I can find all kinds of really good stuff. I'm, I'm not too far from Koreatown, Little Tokyo, eh? and uh, from Chinatown, hey. and uh, Little Italy. So, yeah, so it, it, all of that, sticky pasta. Yeah, maybe we could bake pasta and throw it on them and see when it's ready. I think it'd be fantastic, <laughs> man. You, uh, I can't wait to see you, Carlos. I, I love you, brother. I, I'm looking forward to the special. I'm looking forward to the Comedy Club of KC, 26th to 28th. And uh, and just, man, just let's grab some food at the very minimum and uh, and just hang out and get caught up for sure. All right, brother. I, can't, I cannot wait, man. KC, love you guys. Uh, kick ass, you guys. Uh, I'm a Rams fan, so I got nothing in the playoffs. So it's you guys, man. So make it, make it, make it, make it a good year, guys. Make it a good year. All right, you hold on, hold on, stay right there, Carlos. I love you. Hold on. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.